Initiating startup sequence. You are now plugged in. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to episode 189 of the Plug and Play Podcast. I'm your host, Zach, and alongside me, as always, is Tim. Welcome, minions. Alright, Tim, for this first half, we have Cruising Altitude Double IPA from Crux Fermentation Project. Um, they're out of Oregon. Take off with this tropics, uh, take off board the tropics, courtesy of this Imperial IPA, starring the rare, exceptionally complex Strara Hop. Bursting with juicy tropical flavors and a citrusy aroma, elevated with by Pilsner and caramel malt, as well as a floral dusting of galaxy hops. This is one of the universally drinkable double IPAs. Sit back, relax, enjoy this sky-high sunset in a glass, and listen to the Plug and Play podcast. That's exactly what it says here. Wow. Cheers. That's pretty cool. Mm, that's good. I like this one. I like the first part of it, the... um. Hmm. One more sip. It's got like a, someone's got like a floral. Mm-hmm. There's like a crest of flavor. Yeah. At the very beginning. Yeah. It's kind of amazing. Yeah. It's mm. kind of like a sunset. I think I've orgasm. Re- I think I've reached cruising altitude. I think you've reached cruising altitude. Um, speaking of cruising, what have you been up to this week? Cruising, yeah. Um, I don't even know what that's from. I- I'm pulling it up right now. Don't worry about it. Um. So, I got to see Avengers Infinity War. Oh, you did? Yes. So, I, I needed to see it because, like, people on Twitter, I, like, had to close Twitter several times and people are posting spoilers left and right. And this particular movie, I think, is particularly, like, you don't want certain things spoiled. You don't? No. Um. So, I will talk about it in vague terms. Um, There's a dude who dies. Yes. I think everybody at this point knows that. By the way, here's the music, I think. Okay. What the hell is that? Okay. Yeah, it's... Uh, yes, the arcade cabinet. Yep. That makes sense. That would, that would be my brain. Nice spot that reference that I didn't even recognize. <laughs> Anyways, we're just going to let this play out so we can get a copyright action. Woohoo! So, um... Yeah, speaking of copyrights, Marvel spent like a billion dollars on actor salaries for this movie. Did they really? Yeah, but I think... Well, because they, they got like all the original movies, people, right? I think they basically made two movies at the same time. This one and the next one. Okay, so... Does this have Tony Stark in it? Yes. Does it have the... Uh, oh, shit. The, the space dude. I can't remember his fucking name. He's really super popular. The fucking guru and... What the fuck is oh, his name? Oh, oh, uh... Yes, it has all of them. Okay. Wow. Groot's a, yeah. Groot's a sullen teenager in this one. Oh, Jesus Christ. He's uh, playing a portable video game system half the, half the movie. So that's kind of cool. That's pretty cool. Um, portable gaming system as in a Switch, maybe? No, it's like a, a... I don't know if it exists. It's like a Atari game, but in a portable format. Weird. Yeah, it is weird. But it's cool. He's playing a video game. Um, so the movie... From the trailer, I was really worried that it would just be a, a, like a Michael Bay-esque hot mess of just like like tons of superheroes all jumbled up like this huge... And it totally was. So at the end conflict, there was a little bit of that, but... Over- I mean, of course, you're paying a multi-billion dollars. You gotta like I know, throw but them all in at once. Like, like go you, get them, motherfuckers! Like if, you, if you watch the Transformers movie, yeah, it's just like 
It's like every single one of them every, all on the it's screen like at once. Everything, yeah. it's just fucking confusing. You know what's going on. So the majority movie was not like that. It would That's follow good. a small group of like related characters, and they would be pursuing some something, and then it would follow them for a little bit, and then switch over to another group. You had Deadpool in this. Deadpool is, I thought, no. He's Marvel, he's Marvel isn't he? but no, oh. no, no Wolverine. No, uh, X Men are they've kept them completely away from the Avengers. Yeah, I know, but still, that's right. Because X Men will kill them. Um. Yeah, there was a Deadpool trailer before, and I definitely want to see that. Was, was it, it the one where he calls out Hugh Jackman? Because I've no, I heard there's it's a Ryan the one Reynolds. where he makes basically his own X Men, but he calls them X something else. Okay, which is pretty funny. That's pretty funny. Um, he doesn't have because he has X Men like in his like in some of his movies, a couple of the X Men. Oh, he's got he calls his group something different. I can't remember now what the X. It's X something. Okay. X rated. Some, it should be. There's even one guy that looks sort of looks like a Professor Xavier. It's That's funny. freaking funny. But anyway, back to um, the Avengers. So I was glad to see that it wasn't just a hot mess the whole movie, um, and the pacing was pretty good. There wasn't any real like super slow parts. There was less humor than normal because they had to. They were going over a lot of plot, and my son. <laughs> basically ate a giant tub of popcorn and fell asleep that's what his experience was this is the first time as a family that we actually refilled the refillable popcorn oh jesus my son pretty much ate one on by himself holy shit he was like into the popcorn he doesn't like movies that um are pretty heavy on plot like he didn't like we he was asked, like boring we, night night we asked him later what was going on and his version of what happened was pretty funny so um, can you say his version or no? I really can't. God damn it. I, I could tell you later if you okay. want. Yeah, you that's don't fine. Really care. I'm not going to go see it in theaters. Okay. Um, we I'm saw gonna... it in 3D, which is always a mixed thing for me. I didn't really want to see it in 3D, but that was the time that made most sense for our family. Because like most theaters don't really crank up the brightness enough. When you yeah. when you do 3D, it darkens it. And like you, it, it wears the bulbs out faster if you turn it up brighter. So I always liked the presentation of 2D. But yeah, whatever. me too. It still looked fine. Um, it wasn't super dark in too many scenes. But there was some where it was. Um, I don't like 3D either. Like, I feel like, I don't know. It There was a couple little thing, you know, things coming toward the screen. It was like, ooh, yay. But yeah. It was really not. I would see it in 2D if you had a choice. Weird, okay. I would say Doctor Strange was a good movie to see in 3D. Because they did a lot of. What the fuck's Doctor Strange? Doctor Strange is um, Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh. He's um, basically a magician. Yeah. But a real magician with real power. And he's gotcha. in this movie. Huh. Okay. Um, But it's cool. There's like some Inception type effects, like with worlds folding around and stuff. That looks pretty cool in 3D. Weird. But I thought this movie's not in theaters anymore, so never mind. It doesn't really matter. You yeah. You can't see the 3D. Damn it. So, um, other than that, I... Nothing... Well... When did you go see this? This was... We took the kids out of school, actually. Oh, Jesus. Early so, so, to see it at 3 o'clock. And we nice. Saw, we saw it at Tidewad, Tidewad Tuesdays at Cinotopia for five bucks each. Nice. So we probably spent more on popcorn and sodas in the movie. Nice. So that was cool. I mean, that's kind of typical, though. Um, Other than that, like the big thing that I did this week and was going to your birthday party. So yeah. I'm going to turn it over to you and let, let you talk okay. about your birthday. Since... So, I had a birthday, apparently. You did? And uh, so my wife surprised me. You're going to say how old you are? Or are you going to keep 63. it 63. Wow. Almost ready for the social security benefits. Fuck yes. Just in time before uh, they get rid of them. Yeah. So, 
Um, no, I'm 28 now. Woo-hoo. Yep. And uh, so we went to uh, Big Al's, which is a huge like bowling alley slash like arcade. I guess is what you call it. like arcade brewery. I don't think brewery. Not brewery. They like, have beer, but yeah, they have um, lots of beer. They have lots of beer. Um, and then the main thing is the bowling there. Yeah, although my for my son, it's the uh, arcade part where you have the, all the redemption redemption games. The he was what? a little he's a little ticked that he didn't get to go over there. By the way, oh really? I'm like, buddy, this time we bowled. Yeah, he, he's like, oh, god damn it, dad, you go do your bowl thing. I'm gonna go play games. Yeah. So uh, I think you were the worst bowler. I wasn't the worst. Who scored less than you? Um, I think you were the worst. I think my wife got less than me. I'm not sure about that. I know I did really bad the last game. Okay. I did terrible the last game. I was doing pretty good until like one pitcher in of beer on like the first one. I got one. better the more I drank. I got worse. That's funny. Yeah. Um, I also was like talking to a shitload of people. So I think I was just kind of like trying to throw it down there as quick as possible and get back to conversations. That's fair. But um, so a lot of people showed up, which was awesome. Your whole entire family showed up. And then um, my wife's best friend and all of her family and extended family showed up. So we all got the bowl together and hang out. And I think I was, was like it the... your cousin or your nephew. I always get confused. Hmm. Your cousin or your nephew. I always get confused. Well, his relationship to you, or is no. This is like Sarah's best friend's family. Oh, okay. Yeah. So not actually blood related in any way. Okay. Um. No, Fair. we didn't have any blood related family there besides. Eh, well, that, that's none. why it was a good time. Yeah, it was. It was a very good time. That's the reason why. Um. And so we did that, and then after we went to uh. What's it called? Kyoto? Kyoto? Okay. Cool. Um, the new Japanese, like, Benihana experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's actually better. I, like, I, the food is... I mean, Benihana's food's good. The drinks are ridiculously expensive. Cheap. There? Like, yes. Actually, I didn't have any. So you can get, like, a Long Island-type drink or Mai Tai or whatever for, like, six twenty-five. Oh, Jesus. And they have a happy hour where you can get well drinks for, I think, like, two fifty or three fifty. Wow. Like, something obscene. Like, we've gone there before just for drinks. That's awesome. Their food's really good. Yeah, it was. Um, and it's a good experience. Do you see the um, sumo wrestlers in the front? I did. Is that where you were when you took that one photo? Yeah. Did yeah. You, do you see they weren't in the position that I took the picture of? I see that you moved them. I, I moved them so they were having more fun together. They were. They were They were actually sumoing. What position were they um, in where you saw they them? They were facing us. So both in the same direction? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I. I, I you to... moved one of them to touch his butt. She's like kind of like quarterback behind another one, yeah. Or, like or face maybe, in the butthole, or maybe some other activity. Who knows? Centipede style. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we did that, and that was a lot of fun. It was a good day. Who was and, with you at that point? Um, well, basically everybody besides your family because yeah. you guys had to go somewhere. Yeah, we. I got to mention it, but I we reconnected with people that um I knew this young lady when she was Clara's age, basically. Oh, geez. Now she has her own family. Oh, damn. And she married someone from Senegal. From um, where? Senegal, Africa. Okay. And he made a delicious lamb. Oh, so you guys went over to their house or like yeah. where they're staying? The, their new house, yeah. Oh, nice. So that was cool. That's cool. How was it? Uh, the lamb was amazing. How was the conversation? I mean, you haven't seen him in like 30 years. It was good. Um, it was good to see. Like, they're... How did you get reconnected with them? Facebook. Okay. Um, they're having a housewarming party. I might actually stop by um, this Saturday after work. Just drop in because they're going to be making more food. Where where's their house at? Like Vancouver? Uh, yeah, like Highway ninety nine. Nice. Okay. Um, new development. It's it's a house, but it's um like a three story like condo style house. Weird. Like those ones that get. Well, they're starting out. That's what they can afford. 
No, no, it's just weird thinking like three stories. Yeah, it's like literally every story has like two rooms. Weird. That's Their cool. garage is cool. They made a gym out of it. Nice. It's really cool. They got That's like, really cool. I got like a central, like one of those things that has all those different weights, the different ways you can pull on them. Yeah. And an elliptical and a um, like free weight, a little bit of free weights and then a bike. Sweet. That's pretty sweet. So did they go to Africa quite often then? Um, not as often as they like. It's yeah. expensive. Um, but of course his family would like to see him and the... They have a daughter now. Nice, so, awesome. Yeah, it was cool. Was her parents there? Um, so I I worked with her mom. That's how. Okay. I, I, you know, I don't randomly go out and talk to thirteen year olds. I mean, but like twenty years ago, I worked with this person's mom. Yeah. And that's how I knew them. And yes, she was there. Awesome. And she looks the same. Really, she's one of these people that just doesn't age. She just doesn't age. So she probably is actually like one hundred and seventy. Yeah, she's probably a vampire. Probably, but. Yeah. It was cool to see her take in, too. That's awesome. It was a good time. That is a good time. It's just, like, people you don't know, so I wasn't going to bring it up. But yeah, no, that's fine. Somehow we got here. Yeah, we got But back done. to your birthday. You were in Kyoto. What did yeah. you have to eat? Uh, I had, what was it, steak and shrimp? Nice. And then rice, and then... Do you know what kind of steak? I don't know. It was okay. just, like, it was like chopped up on the grill in front of me and then tossed in my mouth. Nice. So, it was good. And then... Did they do the thing the where they, like, um, chopped up a piece of egg and threw it at everybody in its mouth? Okay. That was the only one on my table that caught it in their mouth. I don't know. If Wait, they did throw something into our mouth, but it wasn't egg. What was it was it? like some. It was like some. Oh, shrimp. Maybe it was a shrimp. Yeah, I was the only one on my table that caught it. Did you catch it? Fuck no! I didn't even move. I just like ah, uh, and he was just like he like completely went off. Like it was like far to the left, and I was like, dude, I'm like smash heads with somebody if I try to grab that shit. Did they do a little trick where they made a volcano out of the onions? No, we didn't have onions. Was there a fire? Oh wait, we did have a fire. Yes. Well, what did he put the fire in? I'm pretty positive it was onions. God damn it, Zach. I was talking to people. It's my birthday. There's fire. I know. You pay attention to the fire. I did see the trail of fire. He just kept making like it go around and around and around, keeping it going. Was it, cool. was it a ring of fire? It was a ring of fire. A never-ending ring of fire. Okay, cool. So, um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. I know you're not into sweets, but did you have a birthday dessert at any point? No. Hmm, bummer. I did yesterday on my real birthday. Okay, well that so, counts. What yeah. did you have? Uh, Dairy Queen, like Rocky Road ice cream cake thingy. Oh, I don't know. My grandma brought it. It was good. Cool. So I'm glad you got a, some kind of dessert. Yep. So we did do that, and then we also did tacos last night for my birthday from uh, Mexican Villa. So cool. Yeah. So Taco uh, Tuesday. Taco. Yesterday was Tuesday. But I thought your birthday. What day is today? Today's the second, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm a little just confused on the dates. Yeah, right. me too. So. I, so that all checks out. Yep. So we did that. And uh, yeah. So now I got some Lowe's gift cards. So I got some uh, renovating in the garage to do. I can get like a tool bench going. Or I can get like, mm-hmm. a, or I can get, like a yard tool organizer to like hang If I've learned anything from video games, you need a tool bench. craft I'm wondering, do I make my own tool bench though? Nah. You, the most important is what you make on the tool bench. You just want to. What if you buy a really shitty tool bench and you make a tool bench? Your tool on bench tool just bench. needs to be solid, have compartments underneath it, and have a vice grip. That's all you need. It's pretty basic. Why would I use a vice grip? Vice grip for all sorts of things. No, like, just like put somebody's hand underneath there, vice it down, and then chop no, off the fingers. No, that's how you secure the weapon while you're putting on attachments on it. You have to vice it. I thought that's what their skull is for. Are we still talking about a crafting table or a rack? Not positive. Okay. So you should probably uh, delete this part. Probably. Um, that's what I did this week, and it was a good birthday. So I appreciate you guys coming out and everybody else. So it was fun. Yeah, it was fun. Um, you want to talk some news? Yeah, we got some news. Um, 
and go. So it's a new month, um, which means new month for PlayStation um, Plus. This month we got Beyond Two Souls. That's from the same uh, developer that's doing um, that Detroit game I talked about last week. Yeah, which is probably Become why. Become human. Yes, which is probably why it's on the plus list to you know generate some interest. Rayman Legends, which is a good game. Um, then we got Titan Lord. I was never a Rayman fan. This one's a good one. Um, it's like a puzzler though, like no. a platformer. It's a platformer. Yeah. But there's cool things like when you hit certain things, it makes musical notes. So Meh. it's cool. Meh. Huh? Whatever. <laughs> uh, Risen Three Titan Lords PlayStation Three. No idea what that is. Eat them PlayStation Three again. Eat them. No. Wait, uh, PS3 games are going away. Yeah, but that's like next year uh, okay. or later this year. Uh, for now, we still have it. King Oddball, and um, that's all three platforms, and then Furmans. So I really know nothing except the first two. So it's kind of an eh months. Um, but kind of in the game space, um, there was a conference called F8, I think, and they announced the Oculus Go. Um, huh. This is what I feel PlayStation or not PlayStation. Facebook. Why Facebook invested a lot of money in Oculus? This is the okay. devi- this is the device that they. We're excited about. Is this not- a device you just wear around everywhere you go? No, but it's a $200 device and it's standalone. It doesn't require a PC or a phone. All of the hardware you need is built into the unit. So basically, it's it's VR for grandma. Like, really simple. Like, it comes with a one wand or controller, whatever you want to call it. Okay. Um, and like I said, there's no wires. There's no sensors. You just strap this thing on your face. It's kind of like a Gear VR without the phone. Um, but even more simplified. Nice. So you just jump in and play with it. That's pretty cool. And they're doing lots of social things with it. Like you can watch movies with your friends or there's like chat rooms. It's it's very much about like... ASO. DTF. Sure. Yeah. Some of that. But creating a social space, which is what, you know, Facebook is interested in. Hey, take off your goggles and then get <laughs> naked for me. <laughs> then put your goggles back on. I mean... In VR, it could be whatever you want to be, right? That's true. It could be third life, not just second life. Um, but speaking of Facebook, um, a CEO of WhatsApp quit Facebook because I don't know if you knew this. They or not. owned by yes. yeah. He quit for disturbing reasons. He quit over da- data privacy concerns. Oh shit! Yeah. Um, so WhatsApp co-founder and CEO Jan, I'm going to mispronounce that name. Quam, K O U M. Decided to move on amid reports he had a difference of opinion with parent company Facebook over data privacy. Did you say K O A M? K O U M. Sorry. Quam. Oh, Quam. Okay. Um, I'm going to say it that way. Announced his exit from WhatsApp immediately after Washington Post on Monday. It reported his plans to part after clashing with its parent Facebook over the pos- popular messaging services strategy and Facebook's attempt to use its personal data and weaken its encryption. Um, I'm leaving at a time when people are using WhatsApp in more ways than I could have imagined. Team is stronger than ever, and I'll continue to do amazing things. Um, Quam said in a Facebook post on Tuesday. I hope he comes up with something new so we can get off of WhatsApp. Um, but I like WhatsApp. Like we had a team that left WhatsApp, and it it, it disintegrated. It hasn't been the same. So there are other apps. I mean, we still there have... are other apps that are stronger when it comes to encryption, like Signal. Um, but as far as the versatility of an app, I haven't seen anything as good as WhatsApp. No, WhatsApp is amazing. I think it has like one. I point... mean, that's the only way that you and I communicate. And we have me and you are in multiple groups together on WhatsApp. So I'm not as worried about the the data. I mean, other than you, you tend to talk about wanting to be a serial killer way too much, and people might take that seriously. Define way too much. Every day. 
So, like, maybe that part should be encrypted, but, like, as far as I know... I'm still not getting it, Tim. As as long as I know that my information isn't... is no longer really encrypted, I I don't... I don't know. I still like WhatsApp. Just... Just know that it's not as secure as when it started. Damn it! And then... Fuck this... you, Facebook! So, speaking of other um, digital platforms... Yeah. Google is secretly building a social gaming startup called Arcade. What? Yeah. Um, he's helped Google... Is this like a Google Hangout knockoff? Uh-uh. Well, no. Or a, or a Google Plus knockoff? No, no. Definitely not that. They're helping out a um, young tech entrepreneur named Michael Salmon build and launch a social gaming startup called arcade it won't be tied to any existing social network instead users will create accounts based off their phone number so sort of like what's up there um google confirmed arcade's existence to bloomberg but provided no details other than the project will be focused on mobile gaming with friends so it could be a lot of things um the verge here in the article i'm reading is speculating that it'll be something like uh the the live trivia game HQ. HQ. I've mm-hmm. never played that before, have you? No, but it sounds cool. Um, it does. I just never on at the right time. So, Bloomberg says Google won't tie Arcade to a specific social platform because the game will generate its own place for users to hang out. Um, so, I'm interested in this and I will be following it. So, that's the news I have for us this week. Sweet. You want to head over to Tech Talk? Let's do some Tech Talk. So a few weeks ago, guys, if you've been paying attention, Tim talked about the Slingbox. Yes, which was the wrong name. Wrong name. What, what's the actual name of the product you're enjoying? We're going to be calling the the Sling TV. So uh, Sling TV, guys, uh, as you guys know, I have cut cords in many facets of uh, my life after purchasing our new home almost a year ago, which is crazy to think. Um, I'm actually trying to pull up the Sling app really quick to show it to you. So Sling, there's uh, Sling Orange and Sling Blue. Let me actually pull that up. Let me pull Sling. Sorry, guys. I'm not prepared for this. I'm not fucking prepared for this, people. Um, What the hell, Zach? Google Ad Services. All right. So we're going to go. Sling Orange, guys, has channels such as ESPN, AMC, CNN, HGTV, Comedy Central, Cartoon Network. Excuse me. Uh, History Channel, Disney, ESPN2, ESPN3, ACC, which I don't know what the hell that is. I'm assuming it's the sports of some kind. TNT, Food, TBS, America, uh, Perform, which I don't know what the hell that is either. IFC, Drive-In, so Andy. I, I get that it has all these services. Can you could just explain to me how it works? So it streams everything online. When you say online, what do you mean? So you have to have a Wi-Fi connection of some kind or an internet connection of some Where, kind. What are you, how are you watching this content? Well, my uh, well, our Samsung TV has a Sling TV app built into it. Okay, so it's a smart TV app. It's a smart TV app. It's a phone app. It's a... Uh, so you can watch it on your a, phone. I can watch on your phone. I can, watch, tablet, off, I I can watch off their website. Yeah. Okay. Tablet. So PC, tablet. PC, tablet, everywhere. So you have a subscription? I do. Okay. A monthly subscription. Are, now, there, are there tiers? There are. So the Sling Orange, which was the one I was just reading, is $20 a month. You get 30 plus channels. Now, I went with the Sling Blue, which gets me 45 plus channels. It's $25 a month. On top of that, I also added in um, a sports package for an extra five, and I added a DVR function for an extra $5 a month. So I can download or I can DVR live TV and then skip the commercial. So any show I want to watch, I just have it DVR'd. 
Mm-hmm. And then I'm just skipping the commercials. Just like you would with like your Comcast box or your CenturyLink box or whoever your cable TV provider or your dish provider is. Just like their stuff. Um, and they also have a bunch of other stuff. So if you want to get like... Like this... Sling Blue is missing some channels that Sling Orange has. And Sling Orange is definitely missing a lot of the channels that Sling Blue has. But you can go down to the bottom and buy a comedy package... For an extra $5 Mm -hmm. and add in a whole bunch of episodes of TVs in different shows um, that you're missing. Like if you want CMT or MTV or Paramount or MTV2 or Logo or TV Land. Um, What about sports? That's the reason why I got this. NBA playoffs. Well, so like what sports coverage? What do you get? ESPN? What do you get? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You get all the Um, ESPNs. But ESPN doesn't really cover like... where, Where do you like... The majority of baseball, basketball, and a lot football. of it, a lot of uh, them are on ESPN, and then also Spot Fox Sports Network, which is on the blue, which I have. Um, and then you can also buy this Sports Extra, which gives you NBA TV, ESPN baseball, ESPN football, ESPN news, so NHL news. On a typical week, how many hours would you say you enjoy from sleeping TV? Just myself, or myself and my wife. Well, I'm, I guess... Well, as a family? Yeah, as a family. Uh, um, well, I watch it every night Okay. when I'm going to bed. Like an hour? Uh, at least an hour. Uh-huh. Usually an episode of Mysteries at the Museum or some other weird show like that. Um, sometimes I get through two of them, so maybe two hours there. Uh, my wife watches it quite a bit. She has a lot of shows she watches off it. So I'd say probably about like in a week, maybe like 20, maybe a little bit more. I mean, it, you know, sometimes we're doing stuff around the house while it's on, but uh, quite a bit of it. I there's like what it'd be four, it'd be like seven hours or eight hours just from me if I only watch. So an it hour does sound like a valuable service to you and your family, then for sure. It does. Now the nice thing about this is with this, my Netflix and my Hulu subscription mm-hmm. plus my internet, I am still cheaper than what I was paying for internet. Oh yeah, and cable cable TV. cable TV is so archaic. And I so still... now the other nice thing about this is. Hmm. They offer a forty dollar package, is is which I'm going with. It's fifty channels, mm-hmm. all of the ones between orange and blue, none of the extras. So it'll be forty five dollars a month, and you can have two people streaming it simultaneously. So my wife's best friend is ditching cable to get this, and we're going to split all of the pricing of streaming services right down the middle. So it'll my bills will get cut in basically half again. So, and I think on top of that. You can pay an extra $5 a month for another person to stream. So you can just keep adding people on that you know. And just keep streaming shit and making your fucking bills cheaper. Hmm. So. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I'm pretty excited about that. Although she hasn't gotten the Comcast to cancel it yet. But if you also. Wait, are you still Comcast cable TV subscribers? Not me. But she is. Who? My wife's best friend. Oh, okay. I thought you said your wife. No, like, no. If your wife My is, wife's then you are. Friend. No. Um, now, another nice thing about Sling TV is they do get discounts with HBO, Showtime, Star, Cinemax, Cinemax and Epic. Um, so, if you want to do one of those, you guys can get it for a little bit cheaper, and you guys can also DVR them. If you pay for two months, which is I think is really cool, if you don't have a smart TV, pay for two months in advance or at any point and get a free Roku Express sent to you. Cool. So that you can stream it. So, that is uh, this week's Tech Talk, guys. Tim, uh, before we get on out of here, I'm going to play last week's break music again, but can you explain where this comes from? Because the episode that actually got aired, you did not explain where this is coming from. I, I sort of referenced it in the beginning about meeting strangers in the parking lot, and then yeah, we never... we, we never, never talked about it. 
So I was um, picking up something at our local grocery store, and there was uh, a young hookers, man. Hookers. Picking up hookers at our local grocery store. Okay. My wife could listen to this, you asshole. Um, Your daughter does listen to she this. She I'm pretty sure she doesn't anymore. Oh, God damn it. She's too cool now. She's a teenager. Uh, fucking bullshit. Anyway, I was at the Safeway picking up some beers for the podcast. How about that? We'll go with that. And yes. uh, there was a young man um, across from the, beer. across from the parking across from the store, um, playing a guitar and with a tip jar in front of him. So I noticed that, and I went in. And as I was picking up whatever I was picking up, I had the thought of like, "Hey, I should have him make a plug and play jingle." So I came back out, um, and I went up to him with a five dollar bill in my hand and said, "Hey, do you take requests?" And he's like, "Yeah, sure." What do you want to hear? I'm like, "Well." I do a podcast. Would you sing a jingle for it? He was like, sure. Um, what's your podcast name? And I told him, you know, plug and play podcast. He's like, well, okay. What do you want me to say about it? And this is the part where I have to humble brag a little bit. I came up with the pretty it's good, pretty good, pretty good jingle in the 15 to 30 seconds. While I was thinking about it. I'm like, I'm like, well, we talk about beer and Kickstarters and tech and we're a gaming podcast. I'm like, he's like, he's like, okay. He looks a little confused. Like, you know, what do I do with that? He's like, I'm like, so I'm like, dude. I'm like, I'm like, hang on. I'll, I'll come up with something. I'm like, Kickstarter is tech and beer. There's a gaming podcast you should hear. <laughs> uh, and then just say plug and play podcast. He's like, okay. And then he sat down. Um, He put the words into his phone so he could see him in front of him. And then he like strummed his guitar to get like a basic tune. Um, so we're talking like, I don't know, five minutes, maybe not even three minutes from the time I walked up Damn. to him. He cranks this, this gem out. It's awesome. This, so. you're sp- this gem that you're supposed to press play on now. Oh, oh, you want me to play it right this <laughs> yeah. second? I mean, we yeah. gotta get back down. We gotta go. I but... felt like a jerk. I forgot to ask his name. Um, I would love to promote. If I see him again, I will ask. Like, dude, we're plugging this shit all over the play. We're plugging it all over plug and play. What is your name? And he'll be like, dude, I don't know. Let's not associate me with that. Well, he could have a Bandcamp or a Spotify or that's who knows what else. That's true. All right, here we go. You ready? Yeah. Kickstarter, tech and beer. There's one gaming podcast you should hear. The Plug and Play Podcast. Pretty yeah. fucking good. Yep, it's pretty good. Pretty good. All right, let's take a break. All right, let's take a break. We'll be right back, guys. We are back. Tasty treats from hand, guys. Second half of the show is brought to us by Breakside Brewery. Uh, we're having the salted caramel stout, guys. This is a chocolate caramel salt roast. Desert flavor. 
Dessert. Yep. Desert fans. Sandy. Yep. Sandy fans rejoice. Our collaboration with Salt and Straw Ice Cream, which is a Portland, Oregon ice cream company, I believe, um, has yielded the perfect blend of sea salt and caramel in this full-bodied stout. Rich, balanced, smooth, and roasted. It's available uh, seasonally. It's uh, Hops are out of Newport. It's a 6.7 ABV and 33 IBU. Uh, the malt is chocolate, flaked, barley, light crystal, Munich, and two-row. I do recognize the two-row list. First batch in 2014. Cheers. Cheers. I mean, I don't really like desserts, but I do like this. Mm. It's, like, mm-hmm. it's like sexy caramels in my mouth. Oh, yeah. So, uh, after our tasty treats, we typically... Uh, we typically kick it. Typically, we kick it. Shall we kick it? Shall we kick it? So, I, was, I like monkeys. We'll get to monkeys. God I, damn it. I was thinking we should probably every now and then kind of go over why we bring up Kickstarters and what they are and what they mean. Oh shit! That's and maybe do some updates. Is there on... a Kickstarter about what Kickstarter is? Not yet. Oh goddamn it! So Kickstarters are a creator of something bringing their project to the public and saying, "Hey, I have this cool thing I want to make, but I need some cash." Mm-hmm. So it's not like an, a store front saying, "I have this thing, come buy it." It's like I want to make something. Yeah, I don't have this made yet. I've got a prototype, possibly. Because I've been noticing a lot of comments on a lot of programs I've backed. Saying, hey, where's my stuff? And I'm like, it doesn't work that way. You didn't order it. You yeah. You facilitated even existing. You need to be patient. Because you believed in the project. The, the first time something's made, there's roadblocks. Like sometimes like manufacturing, you have to go back and retool something. Oh, I know very much about that. So like one of the projects, we're eagerly anticipating our, our masks, for example. Ha <laughs> yes! Um. Tim's like, and they're not coming out to 2020 now. I don't have a firm date. It was supposed to come out this Damn month. it! But we'll have to wait. And yep. I'm okay with waiting if that means they're you know making a quality product. Yeah. Unlike another project I backed, which is uh, the French press. Jesus. The right... Um, I could look it up, but... Um, the French press I backed changed out the egg, the timer on the side. You showed me that. That looks like shit now. So before it was like sleek and flat with the design. Yeah. Now it looks like an egg timer that you bought at the dollar store and put a slapped a magnet on it and put it on the and it looks like crap. So I'm all for creators taking their time and bringing their vision to life the way they originally intended instead of just rushing to produce something. Um. So what I did give a couple updates to on some of the. Kickstarters that we've talked about previously. I mentioned the um, I could look it up. I should look it up. The one I just mentioned with the the press. Um, but I'm gonna go for the moment to Dolmen, which is the video game um, that's sort of like Dead Space. It has I think six days to go, and it doesn't look like it's being funded. Damn! They sent me an update, actually, basically begging me to up my tier. <laughs> did they really? They did. That's um, really sad. Um, a game that is being funded by like the skin of its teeth with like 46 hours to go is a good life um by sweary okay uh, that just crested its goal by just literally a few thousand dollars like it just barely made it 
So there will be a PC and PS4 game where you get to solve murders and turn into a cat every night. Um, so I'm happy about that. Good and you luck. got that on Steam? Um, I didn't back it. Yeah, didn't back it. I haven't backed it. Okay. Um, I think I'd probably prefer to play it on PS4, honestly, so I could chill on my sack. If you, got, if you, if you get a physical copy. Eh, why would I get a physical copy? So I can play it, duh. You wouldn't. That's not your kind of game. I mean, I want to play. Uh, that's true. Never it's mind. Really Don't kid myself. Just, re- just fucking get it on. It's really not d- digital, whatever. Um, I'm looking up for other. I'm trying to see what projects I have backed that have me have not received yet. Well, I don't think we mentioned the last update you gave me about your um, the whiskey glasses. Talking about how they got sued. We talked about that, but like they they mentioned the fact they couldn't even communicate with you because the oh that's right they couldn't communicate me be- with us because of their lawyers. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, I have new news I forgot all about. I got wax kits in the mail from them mm-hmm. um, just yesterday. Cool. So we have now wax to wax them with and instructions on how to maintain them. Apparently, it was supposed to come with all the original Kickstarters, um, but uh, that didn't happen. So Dolman, where the stars bleed um, for Steam, PS4, and Xbox, has five days to go. They are looking for $90,000, and they are currently at 38000 That's pretty rough. Massive Work Studios is, is not looking like that is going to be backed. Jesus. Mm-hmm. All right, so and I right press is the uh, coffee press that I was talking about. Gotcha. Um, so recently, I've backed the sword clips, sword shaped tie clips. Okay. Um, I don't think I've even gotten like a thing on like asking, like a survey on like what I want. Um, but I don't know if I I mentioned, but I did back Idle Cam. Yeah, and it's. Almost quite, almost three times funded with six days to go. And um, Level Top, the autonomous drone, um, was also fully funded. Nice. So I'll be seeing that at some point. Sweet. They have a pretty ambitious um, production schedule, honestly. I might actually see that drone this summer hmm. if they are able to pull off their ambitious schedule. So enough about previous Kickstarter. Wait, 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 wait. Do you have more? I got Game GameCube Anthology, the ultimate book, still coming. Okay. Um, in session skateboarding simulation game. Nice. Um, still coming. Um, there's another one in here. Oh, Police Stories. Um, which is a two-player. I think I backed it at the double level, so we both get a copy. And yeah, that's about it. Okay. Well, let's move on to uh, new Kickstarters for this week. Okay, sounds good. Uh, I guess maybe I'll kick us off because I don't know what the hell mine are. Because I haven't had a chance to look at them yet. And Tim was nice enough to find it for me. So, uh, Jaws of Extinction reboot to endure and conquer, open the world, end in Nadir, fight, build, and adapt in this exceptional non-linear single multiplayer game. Why don't you let the developers talk about it? But there's a demo available, Tim! Yes. Jaws of Extinction brings you to the apocalyptic lands of Eden Nadir, in which survivors must endure and conquer the open world to outlast the wanderers. Alone or with friends, you will be faced with many tough decisions which will impact the world around you. Whether you choose to challenge yourself in the non-linear story or go off the beaten path, you will need to evolve your character and playstyle to survive. Before the outbreak, Eden Adir was a thriving community, populated Ooh. by families and businesses, alive with commerce well, and industry. Fuck, I gotta back it now this lies thing. in ruins. But the people of Eden it reminds me of some of the games you played in the past. Jaws of Extinction so has an expansive and immersive story. Of the end of the month. In single player, mm. 
You'll be working Is that alone Xbox to only or also the Windows? mysteries of Windows. the island. Nice. In multiplayer, players must work together to progress the main quest. Oh, In addition cool. to the main story, random world events will also occur around the island. Oh, shit. Strongholds may come under attack and need defending, or groups might put out a call for help. You can decide to tackle these events by yourself or work together with other survivors to increase your chances of survival, if you choose to help at all. How you choose to play will be reflected in our adaptive skill system, which allows you to develop the skills you feel are the most important. Whether you wish to raise your combative prowess to help defend against the undead, or develop your construction knowledge to build a better future, Fortnite. the more you practice an ability, no the better you'll get at doing it. Traversing the treacherous land of Eden Nadir offers the perfect opportunity to pick up new skills, allowing you to evolve as a character. If you decide to work alongside fellow survivors, you'll have the opportunity to create flourishing communities. Or you may decide probably to mention since you guys can't isolation. see this that the, the world Whatever looks your pretty choice, good. You'll looks be given very the good. to customize the area you live in. Whether you prefer to claim a shack out in the woods or build a beacon the for shack. survivors. You'll be able to defend your territory against enemies territory. with bespoke fortifications and traps. Territories. In addition to customizing your territory. own home, you'll also be able to create and That's modify various cool. tools and weapons There's like with a bat with all sorts of different systems. spikes you can put on it. Using yeah, items that you've scavenged multiple, multiple configurations materials you've grown and harvested yourself. You'll be able to make vital equipment which will aid in your survival. The mechanics we have introduced to replicate survival are designed to mimic real life as closely as possible. Temperature, hunger, thirst, and wellness must be monitored and maintained if you wish to avoid the impeding consequences. Your survival skills will be tested even further with our dynamic weather and season cycle. Every inch of Eden Madeer's 67-kilometer square map yeah, will dynamically change as yeah. you play. Oh, you will Jesus. have to adapt to your surroundings if you want to survive. Throughout I don't want to survive. Deer, you will come across various types of vehicles, from HGVs to SUVs. I want to check out my minivan. Like By the way, she said ATVs to SUVs, well. and she was showing tractors and, and, and I just think it was quite synced up, right? Protect you from wanderers and rogue that, That's what we need to do to my van. However, working vehicles aren't always easy to come by. Your transport will need to be repaired and maintained if you intend on mowing down hordes of wanderers. Within Eden Nadir, the undead will pose a constant threat. Well, However, fuck. you shouldn't underestimate the living. Every type of character and creature you discover will have their own AI and will respond differently to your actions. To ensure your success, I'm gonna call bullshit you will have part. to adapt your playstyle to each encounter. If violence ensues, valuable items or resources may be found on the floor. Yeah, I'm calling a little bit of bullshit. Why is she always in a prison Jaws jumpsuit? Are you sure in prison? To make combat feel as realistic Maybe. and immersive as possible. Boom. You'll be able Headshot. to defend Headshot. yourself unarmed, as well as using a wide range of guns and melee weapons. To avoid a kill-on-sight attitude in multiplayer, we will be incorporating an integrity system, maybe. which will affect how players and NPCs that would make sense how someone could Those possibly survive in a normal scenario because it's an isolated community. And will be much less likely to be accepted into safe zones for recuperation or training. The game looks gorgeous, though. It does look really good. The funds from this Kickstarter will enable us to work for four months, up until the release of our early access. During so this time, we will Steam continue to develop cooperative play 
as well as optimize the main map Cannot. with Eden no. Nadir. All backers will receive instant access to the Jaws of Extinction prototype, which will grant you a snapshot into the world of Eden Nadir. For more exciting rewards, please like visit the support section. Like on the backstory the Know Your Enemy oh, development Jesus. team have been working incredibly hard to Not give like you the survival it. game we've all been waiting for. Maybe. We appreciate you your continued support and look forward to developing the game with our community. Jaws of Extinction. What will you do to survive? I'm just waiting because if I hit the back arrow, it's not going to work. There we go. All right, guys. So they're looking for thirteen thousand seven hundred eighty-one U.S. dollars. They're currently at seventeen or thirteen thousand six hundred forty-three U.S. dollars, just shy of their final goal. Three hundred and twenty-two backers, twenty-seven days ago. Let's look at the pricing levels. Seven U.S. dollars gets you a traveler. As a traveler, you'll be able to experience a silver, a sliver of Eden Adir's potential and the instant access to Joe Prototype. How do I want brush in there? 21 US dollars gets you the Islander. Welcome to the end of the world as you know it. As an Islander, experience the exhilaration of survival and a digital copy of Jaws of Extinction on Steam. Gets you instant access, Steam, Discord backer status. Or, oh, Discord. Oh, that's cool. Um, a lot of developers are doing that now where they talk about the game while they're developing on Discord. That's cool. So what's the top level? Uh, hold on. There's another one for $21 right now. Oh, my gosh. There's three or 53 of them left. Uh, not only will members of the Horde receive instant access and a digital copy, you'll also get a Kickstarter-exclusive digital wallpaper pack and your name in the credits. Hmm. So uh, hurry up and back at that level, Tim. Okay. Um, for five thousand five hundred and thirteen U.S. dollars, the cure. The world is in desperate need of the cure. Are you the one to save us? Join the Jaws of Extinction development team in a scarily realistic zombie paintball experience. Root out the <laughs> infected and rival teams within cryptic or crypts and churches to secure hidden stashes and supplies. In addition to all the expenses paid, experience travel expenses. Europe only. What? Uh, I get it. So they're not going to pay for us. You also receive a crate loaded of Jaws of Extinction digital copies and prototypes, as well as five exclusive private alpha passes. It's basically a paintball game with the developers. Pretty cool. Four out of four of those left. Five out of five of those left. Ten out of ten. I'm trying to find like the biggest one where somebody's actually jumped in at. And never mind. Um. Yeah. So that's what I got for us, Tim. Hey, Zach. Yeah. Is that a monkey in your pocket, or are you excited to see me? Excited to see you. All right, so... That got weird. Yeah, real fast. This this video is going to get weird, too, just so you know. There you go. Yeah. Um, let's just jump in. So I'm going to describe part of this, because some of it's visual. There's a, a board meeting, and everyone is bored at it. This guy can't wait to get out of the meeting he's touching something in his pants and the lady next to him looking at him he's darting out of the room because it's break time introducing <sighs> pocket monkey pulled pocket something out of his pants is the world's most portable fitness device you can do the same exercises from the gym so now you can do it anywhere. Outside. Oh, 
It's like a device with straps and handles. It's uh, connected cool. to a door. Flips over the door, and then you close the door. Because when you travel, it's impossible to stick to your routine. So you lose all your progress. He literally you crushed home, progress down the drain. Unhealthy, overweight, and tired. <laughs> Scary people eating donuts. Yeah. Unless you consider the hotel gym an option. <laughs> and even when you're home. I'm not going to describe that one. Finding time to no. get to the gym is hard. It's inconvenient and always crowded. <laughs> Plus, those monthly membership fees I mean, it's called really monkeys. add up. I understand if you've given up on working out altogether. But Pocket Monkey changes all that. It's tiny and weighs less than a pound, so it's easy to bring with you. You can use it at home, the hotel, or even outside. Nice mountaintop. Our patented design sets up in seconds. So you clip to the top of the door, On close any door, it. anywhere in the world. It may be small. But it's is there like an strong. EU attachment? We use a custom I think drop is pretty universal. Okay. And our handles are powder-coated aluminum. No cheap plastic parts here. It's even TSA approved. <laughs> Not describing that scene. TSA was grabbing his Can junk. I legit work <laughs> out using this thing? Hell yeah. The, the guy talking took off his shirt and he's like ridiculously ripped. Pocket Monkey packs a complete total body workout using your body weight for resistance. It's called functional fitness. Lots of hot fitness models like flexing and shit right now. Pretty sure the dude is just praying in between his push ups. It adjusts your ability level so anyone can get a great workout. He's doing some pretty kinky shit on the door frame right now. He's With the fucking included that door. Monkey app, but wait, there's I an app, Zach. Each exercise oh and each workout. <laughs> so you're in a long term relationship with this dude if you buy this. Because he's in the app, like telling you how to do the exercise. You'll never get bored or outgrow. So if this dude turns you on, download this app. Oh shit, we're going dubstep now. It's serious. Nice tattoo. Here's Look at how she handles her balls. These are the optional. Like one looks like a literally a ball on a stretchy string. And so then whether the you want to get stronger, things look like hop up squares. Weight, or just feel better. I want a pocket monkey. All three. Fuck that. Pocket monkey. I mean, I kind of like the the generic version. Come on, monkey, and live wild. Yeah, I, I think kind of like the the brawl game or not the brawl one, the growl game last week. Yeah, we'll go with the base model. All right. I think that's more or less it. So they have fifty seven days to go. They have two thousand two hundred sixty nine backers. They were asking for fifty thousand dollars. They have two hundred ninety three. Holy 70, shit! Seven hundred ninety six dollars. Like that's what? Oh my god, this thing's fucking expensive. 
It's a hundred bucks. Yeah, basically, that's the early bird too. The hundred fifteen is the Kickstarter price. Um, it is impressive how compact it is. Like, what would you compare the size of that to? Like a little bit bigger than eyeglass case. Yeah, kind of the shape of a of a smartphone. Definitely thicker. Yeah. Um, you like could, a you, smartphone with a battery charging pack like attached to the back of it. Like a really big one and an otter box. Yeah. Um, but you could fit it in your pocket. It could actually be a pocket monkey. Um, pocket so monkey, current backing monkey. levels that are available are, like I said, the $99 early bird. And that includes not only the pocket monkey in six colors and two styles, but also the monkey app with 300 plus workouts, a 21 day pocket habit training and a 35 day challenge program. 13 left at this time um, out of 985. Um, after that runs out, you've got to pay 115 for the pocket monkey with the same app bundles. Uh, moving up to the top level, um, which is 5,499 or more. There's only 10 spots available for the Monkey Adventure Norway. Once in a lifetime opportunity to become a monkey and travel to the edge of the earth. Join the monkey team for the second monkey venture. This is an epic seven-day adventure to Norway's Lofoten Islands where you'll experience travel monkey style. We'll begin with a misogy, a challenge meant to expand your imagination for what is possible. If you survive, we'll continue the adventure by surfing in Arctic waters. I mean, I would be down on this shit. Let's do it. Skiing and snowboarding powder snow. SUPing to remote islands. I don't know what SUPing is. No fucking idea. Um, Is that like, oh, that's one of those submergible underwater personal crafts. Oh, sweet. Climbing snow-covered peaks and, of course, working out with Pocket Monkey. I can just see all these dude bros, like, like flexing and shit. Dude, bro, let's Let's, do this. I mean, you just show up, we're all, like, drunk on beer. What's up, guys? No. Let's do this. We will honor the Norwegian tradition of, I can't pronounce this word, H-Y-G-G-E, Higgy, with regular saunas. Is that like giving dudes hickeys? I don't know. I hope there's more dudes, because there's regular saunas, hot tubbing, and world-famous local Dude, food. Dude, they don't bring, like, models for per one per There are some models in the video, and there's some I mean, dudes, too. But, but like, they gotta bring, Includes like, everything, accommodation, bring, like, activities, food, models. except flight and transportation to and from Lekkies, Norway. Oh, fuck that. That's a pretty cool adventure for fifty five hundred. Right. That's only fifty five hundred. Yeah, but you have to you have to fly there somehow. Okay. But once you get there, there's ten left of those. So that's a monkey or pocket monkey. What's your next Kickstarter? Hold on one second. What? What are you doing? I'm checking out see how much it's gonna cost to get us to Norway. Oh jeez, that takes a while because you have to do all these different like kayak.com. Okay. To Norway. How the hell do you spell? Uh, Norfolk? No, Nor- Norway. Uh, give me a town in Norway. Leknes. L-E-K-N-E-S. Leknes. There we go. Uh, sure, we're leaving tomorrow. Well, fuck it. We'll make it. We'll make it on the 10th. So we'll leave May 10th. Mm-hmm. We're going to miss that new series on Netflix then. No, it's fine. They have Netflix over there, too, I think. Mm, different region. We're searching, we're searching, we're searching. Getting flights to Norway. Don't. I don't want to install Kayak. Just tell me how much fucking money it's going to cost me to get to Norway. Um, 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 um. All right, we'll return to this when Tim's talking about the next one, guys. Um, I have the first handheld sound camera for everyone. I'm going to go ahead and let them talk about it. Sound camera? What the fuck's a sound camera, Tim? 
Is this something I need? Even if you did, I'm pretty sure you can't afford it. This looks high, like tech. It's pretty high tech. Describe what you're seeing right now. This is like this is the sound cam. We use it to make sound visible. The system is simple, lightweight, portable, and robust. There are 64 microphones here that record acoustical data. The sound cam then evaluates the data. It analyzes how long the different sounds have traveled, then calculates the exact positions of their sources and displays the information visually. It's kind of like GPS. There's a touch screen on the back that makes the system easy to operate. We can use various different filters. For example, a frequency filter that hones in on whichever specific sound source we are interested in and displays it specifically. The possibilities are virtually unlimited, from household appliances to electronic devices to street traffic or building noise. The potential uses are multifaceted and basically endless. This system makes sounds and noise concretely visible, so we can understand not only why an object is loud, we can also see exactly where the sound is coming from. Then we can take conclusive measures to improve the situation. At CAE, we develop all the software for our projects completely in-house, and that means from the FPGA and its algorithms right down to the user interface. Speaking of which, we place a priority on making the user interface easy to operate. That means that anyone can use the software and the product. The program also features an expert mode for scientists and engineers. Expert this mode. mode enables more precise settings Dude, as well as high-resolution awesome. algorithms to help solve complex tasks. We started working on these acoustic cameras 15 years ago. At the time, they were just independent systems, each of which was an extremely complex project of its own. Sometimes it took us two hours to set up before we could start recording data. But thanks to the rapid pace of digitalization in recent years, along with the development of high-performance smartphones and other devices, there are now electronic components available that are both low in price and high in quality. As a result, it's now possible to offer the sound cam as a single unit. We do all the hardware development ourselves, in-house. That's extremely important because we bring together a large number of different components. There are the 64 microphones and the camera. Then there's the power management for the rechargeable batteries and the charging circuit. All that had to be combined on a printed circuit board. Then everything is configured using an FPGA. We have extremely high data rates. The 64 microphones alone is like capturing 64 CD players simultaneously. The data has to be processed online and then displayed on the screen. The only way we can do all that in this compact size is by developing all the software and hardware in one place here at our company. So like as something makes a noise on the screen, it lights up red, blue, yellow, however intense that sound was. Plus you can filter the specific sound waves. The sound cam will help a lot of people with their work, their hobbies, and in ways that we can't even foresee today. It will help make the world a little quieter. Now we need to set up an efficient production process to manufacture the sound cam in series at a low price. That's why we were asking for your help on Kickstarter. It would have been awesome if they all would have just flipped you off at the very end. Mm. Fuck you.
So it's an extremely technical device. Like, um, but yeah, visualizing sound. How cool is that? Yeah, that's insane. So the crazy thing is, they're only looking for three or thirty-six thousand eight hundred fifteen U.S. dollars. They're currently at one hundred and thirteen thousand fifty-five. I should say they're out of uh, Germany. Yeah, the the video was translated. Yep, um, forty-seven backers. So that tells you something. Forty-seven backers at one hundred and thirteen thousand fifty-five U.S. dollars. Twenty-one days ago. Oops, sorry, guys. Um. Sorry, I actually hit the wrong button. Um, $7, get you a thank you. Um, the next available price is $5,497, which is early bird 44% off. So that's a lot of money. But when and you there's look already at, one of them taken. When you look at the technical specs of this device, um, like certain industries, this would be a breakthrough to own, I'm pretty sure. Like, finding where the, the the exact source of a sound leak is coming from. I mean, like, if you own, like, a home restoration or something like that company. I'm thinking, like, plumbing applications. Yeah, that's home what I mean. Imp- home improvement applications. Yeah. Um, industrial um, design. All right, guys. Industrial they, design. Like, if you were, like, had a a home appliance and you want to know what part was making the noise so you could put sound dampers yeah. on it. That kind of thing. Yep. All right. So, the big granddad of them all is 5890 U.S. dollars. That's batch one sound cam. Uh, you get a batch one of them, and it's in a uh, unbox, press, start, and sound. Yeah, uh, that's pretty cool. There's 25 or 25 of those left, and uh, it's really fucking ingenious how they've done this. So, uh, what do you got for us, Tim? For your last one? Well, for my last Kickstarter, I'm bringing you the last straw. Oh no! So I don't. This is probably. I don't think I've talked to you about this. Um, I've tried to use stop using straws whenever I can. So I have also actually because you told me about this. So straws are not recyclable, and they take like a billion years to break down. And people use a lot of them, and they are ending up in our oceans, and they're killing a significant amount of marine life. So this. <laughs> This is a solution. I'm going to let the uh, developers of this find Oh, God damn it, Tim. You're always fucking me over with the... All right. Well, this is a fun video. Um, I think you'll enjoy it. This is Final Straw. Final. The it's world's the first, final countdown. The world's first collapsible, reusable straw. The single-use plastic straws? Yeah. Just right there. Thank you. Yeah. Don't you know that plastic straws are bad for the environment? What is this? Ugh. If you're gonna suck, suck on this. <laughs> this she, she is fine straw. The suck world's first collapsible, reusable, totally badass straw. <laughs> straws are supposed to be convenient, right? So we decided to do something about it. This is final straw. <laughs> it, she's a mermaid, by the way. Final straw folds up to the size of a car key and fits in this sexy case. Final straw is small enough to fit in your purse or pocket. But if you don't have pockets, you can just... Uh-oh, where'd it go? <laughs> if you can remember your keys when you leave the house, you'll remember your straw. It fits on your keychain, so there's no way you're going to leave it in your car. And there's no need to worry about keeping it clean. <laughs> Included in each straw is a specially designed squeegee. Simply pull it through the straw to make sure it's squeaky clean. I was Final looking forward to making Zach see this Dishwasher safe. 
And with our patent and design, the ends are soft, so it's safe for human children uh, and their adults. There's some pretty fat <sighs> men washing her car. This straw may seem small, but because of its size, it's actually very harmful to the environment. Straws can't be recycled, so they're often left here in the ocean where they hurt and kill my friends in the sea. There you go. Go be free. <laughs> Since you've hit play on this video, we've discarded this many straws in the U.S. alone. Pretty bad, right? Next time you're at a restaurant, leave one with the bill and let them know to only serve straws upon request. There's a movement happening and you can be at the front of it. Together we can make a really big impact and save our oceans one straw at a time. This is Final Straw. Suck responsibly. Cool. Suck responsibly, Zach. Suck it, Tim. I, I love how you she whips it out of the case and it like snaps and it, it looks badass. It is badass straw. Um, so for 20 bucks, you get one straw that includes the case and a squeegee to clean your straw. Cause I've been asked like, well, wait, wouldn't that be disgusting after a couple of uses? No, you can clean it up. So the retail price is planned to be 30 bucks. So that's 33% off. And, um, you get to choose your color and you get a squeegee. You get those ambassador cards to leave the restaurants. And of course you get a straw. Um, 40 gets your duo. 70 gets your fam, a five, a f final straw fam of four. Um, there's all sorts of different levels. I'm going to the top level now. The Final Straw Obsession Custom. Final Straw looks great, but looks even better with your logo or name on it. So you get plug and play. Final Straws, $1,900. That's not bad. Um, I want to go real quick to, um, the colors you can get, because some of them are kind of funny. The color of the case. The, uh, straw itself is stainless steel, so they're all going to be the, the same. But the case it comes in has, uh, four different colors. There's Suck Ulet Green, Shark Butt Gray, Healthy Coral, and Arctic Melt Blue. So, that is Final Straw. Badass Straw. It's a very badass straw. So, and uh, see you guys now. Tim, we can get uh, flights to Oslo, Norway for $969 round trip. That's not terrible. It's not bad at it's, all. We, we could just go to Norway just to fucking party at that price. I mean, that's like a PAX -like pricing for us. I mean, it, that would be pretty epic. We So, it would be uh, see, basically a grand. Two grand. Two grand. Plus 11 a grand for the two packs. That's true. So, we're looking at 13 grand. So, yeah. Send 13 grand to Plug and Play. What's our email address again? Uh, plug and Play at Plug and Play Productions with an S dot com. All right. Very good. So, uh, what do we do after we kick it? We talk about video games. You played any this week? I just closed everything. So why don't you talk about what uh, you've been playing? I've been playing more God of War. Okay. And, um, Come here, boy. 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 So I don't think it's... Touch her boobs, boy. Be a man, boy. Um, I I don't want to spoil the game, but I, I left Midgar. Like in the Norse mythology, there's other realms. Yeah. And I think it's fair to say that I've gone to other realms. Okay. And so it's cool. Is it's, it? It's cool. And You're I really like it. I, I like this uh character they introduced, like this uh this um witch. Um she's pretty cool. And there's definitely more interactions between the sun and Kratos, like the sun's finally starting to push back against Kratos is like gruff, like do what I say, boy. She's like, Why? You were never there for me and mom. The hell is that? <laughs> I don't know, you wanna play it? Um, sure, we're going to play a video and I have no idea what it's about because it has a creepy image on the front. All it says is, for you Venom fans. 
I'm Venom. Or should I say, we're Venom. Yeah, it looks like Golem more than Venom. That's creepy as fuck. Yeah, I didn't like that at all. Um, the other thing I've been playing a little bit of is, um, do you want to hand me your the bottom part of your input? Yeah. Um, I backed this game. I mentioned it on um, Kickstarter. I backed it. It finally came out for Vita. It's uh, Cosmic Star Heroin. Sorry about the static. I connected to my Vita. Um, it is an old school JRPG, basically, but it's it's a modern. Um, so it's got like kind of chiptune songs and like typical anime esque kind of tropes. And Zach's like, it's up as far as it'll go. Mm. Um, but it's it's very well produced. Um, it's like the definitely old school like Final Fantasy. Um, think Final Fantasy, I guess six roughly graphics. And um, I'm liking it so far. Like this, the combat systems are pretty straightforward. Although there's some there's, there's like style points you can get for like how long you survive in battle. And um, the characters seem pretty well developed. And I'm just starting the story, but. Um, so you're glad you waited to play this on the Vita and not the PS4? Yeah, because I can play it like for an hour before bed. Nice. Um, I don't know if I'd want to sit down when I have God of War like to play this on my PlayStation 4. No shit. This seems like a small screen experience to me. Yeah. Um, it's very well done. Z-Boyd Games did a good job on this. Um, so you're hearing the music now. Um, I don't know if I can hear anything else, but yeah, that's Cosmic Star Heroine. Sweet. It's on sale, I believe, right now for seven forty nine, which is actually less than I paid for it on Kickstarter, oh, Jesus. which sort of pissed me off. But whatever, that's what I would play. Sweet. Um, give us back to you now. Let's turn off the video so you can't hear it. So I have been playing Super Bomberman R. You got excited about this, which kind of surprised me, honestly. Dude, I used to love Bomberman like sixty four. I did not was, know like, that the jam, and uh, so I was pretty excited when you I went over my Vita zipper. <laughs> Oh yeah, zip it, baby. And uh, I'm just gonna do that randomly now. Okay. And uh, so I went to guys' night, and it was just me and Tony, and because all the other guys are douchebags and bailed. Mm-hmm. So we played. Uh, we we actually sat and watched a couple of videos on the Switch for two player games, and um, we finally gave up and decided on playing Bomberman because he owned it, and. Uh, I must say, I really liked it. Yeah. You, you, I bought it. You mentioned... Oh, wow. Yeah. That, that means you really like it. I bought it off of eBay. If, if Zach buys the game, he, he yeah. must like it. So, this is really cool. It's uh, four players local, or up to eight players um, with two switches. Okay. So, we can basically get all of the guys' night people in now playing Bomberman over at Tony's house. Um, and so, they got like the old traditional... They have, like, a Japanese, like, anime, like, really shitty campaign, but it's kind of fun. Um, you can play multiple people during the actual story campaign. That's, uh, that's me and zipping my pants to, uh, stroke it to Bomberman. I apparently just zipped it back up. Now I'm, now I'm fucking with the zipper. Um, so yeah, we played Bomberman, and it was a lot of fun. We played a few hours of it. Um, that's really... Oh, I've also been playing a mobile game called... Crap, Harry Potter or something. So it just came out. It is called... It's actually loading up now, so you guys might hear some hey, music. What's up? I want you to read this latest text I sent to my wife. Okay. Out loud. 
I'll give it to you later tonight. Then we gotta zip it back up. Thank you. Um, I, while you were doing that, now I missed out the name of the. <laughs> you are distractible. I would have been totally distracted by this one. I'm proud of you. Uh, shit. Harry Potter something. Harry Potter something. Yeah, I'm gonna look up the. Fucking so I noticed while you're playing it, it has an annoying mobile game thing, like you running out of energy. So it's called Harry Potter Hogwarts <laughs> Mystery. Clearly a free to play. Clearly free to play. You have a gem great, system, though. a coin system, and then a energy system. You oh my gosh, sure. three different currencies. But like, I haven't used any gems yet. Okay, so, so that's weird. How long do you have to wait? When you have to wait? Um, I mean, I have ten energy since we got back from break, so quite a while. Um, so I have I have committed to not actually paying for this game. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've been doing it all free to play, and I'm still having fun. And I think I'm having fun because like I can't rush through it. So I'm like, "Fuck! I guess I'm out for an hour." Like I don't play unless my wand's full. So wand's <laughs> your energy. Wait, wait, your wand's full. Yeah, my wand's full. When my wand's full, I like to relieve the pressure a little bit. Don't raise it back up. <laughs> so um, I wait until. The energy is full, uh-huh. and then uh, then I then I like quickly just annihilate my energy all over the place. It's just <laughs> so like you just kind of spew just, your energy I everywhere. Just spew my energy everywhere, just kind of <laughs> like an energy gasm mm-hmm. that just gets all over everybody else. What's in this game rated? It's a G for uh, genitalia. All right, so it's a new rating. Yeah, it's a new rating, and uh, so I just recently picked this up like uh, like Sunday night or something, and. Or Saturday night, that's what it was. And upstairs, no, Friday night. And I stayed up till like 2 o'clock in the morning, like, relieving my energy all over the place. <laughs> and uh, so it's fun. I think you go through, like, four years of Hogwarts. I'm still in year one. It's interesting. It's got a cool story. You play a uh, you play a kid who just got invited to Hogwarts. Your brother got expelled. So you're a new kid. You're not, like, one of the main characters. No. And you're actually, like, a no-name. And... Uh, yeah, so your brother's been expelled from Hogwarts, and you're kind of trying to figure it out because your brother's also gone missing now after returning from Hogwarts. Mm. So uh, you're trying to figure out the his the story of your um, brother. It's interesting. So, anyways, that's why I've been playing this week. You want to talk some uh, game releases? Yeah, um, there's a lot less than last week. There was a ton last week. Thank God. And I think for whatever reason they thought last week is a really week to release games because there's a lot less this week. So, yeah, what do we got for game releases? Killing Floor Incursion. Yes. Super Mega Baseball 2. Can't believe they made a first one. Animal Super Squad. That's like a furry, like, buttfuck game, I'm pretty sure. Oh, no. Arcade Archives 10 Yard Fight. <laughs> ACA Neo Geo Stakes Winner. Oh, wait, I'm forgetting to say what these are on. PS4 Killing Floor. PS4 Super Mega Ball Baseball 2. Nintendo Switch. Animal cr- or not Animal Crossing. Sorry, don't get your hopes up. Animal Super Squad. The furry fucking simulator. Yeah, the furry fucking simulator. Yep, that one right there. Uh, Arcade Archives 10 is Nintendo Switch. ASCO Neo Geo is Nintendo Switch. Uh, what the fuck is this one? Night- I, I don't know. I, want, I can't wait for you to pronounce it, though. Lumbra. Nope. Nintendo Switch. Uh, Timberman Verse. Versus. 
versus we're not sure who Nintendo Switch. Don't die, Mr. Rogers! Uh, Robot Rogers, Nintendo Switch. Johnny Turbo's Arcade Sly Spy, Nintendo Switch. Perfect Angle, Nintendo Switch. I wish it said Perfect Dark. I would have been really excited. Die Land. I'm just going to say Die Land because that's what I really wish it was. It, which is like a it might be, sim. honestly. It might be. D-Land um, or Die Land. Yeah, Die Land, D-Land. PS4, Total War Saga, Thrones of Britannia. Mm-hmm. PC, Donkey Kong Country, Tropical Freeze, Nintendo Switch. Early Access, PC. I have no idea. That almost Definitely. looks like a typo, maybe. Yeah, I'm thinking that might be a typo. So uh, that brings us to the end of the week, guys. Um, don't forget to check us out at facebook.com forward slash plug and play show, Twitter and Instagram at plug and play cast. You guys can always find us over at, uh, youtube.com. Why is it not playing? I have no idea. Ooh, we got an issue gentlemen. Wait, never mind. You guys can always find us over at youtube.com forward slash plug and play show. Uh, don't forget to follow us at plug and play gamer. Dot com. The button Rate and review this podcast, and until next week, guys, don't forget to prime and shine. And watch out while Tim fucks Nazis.